0: Thanks for tuning in to LocalJobNetwork.com radio, where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. I'm your host, Katie Chesney, and you're listening to I Want to Be A. And today we are talking with Elizabeth Lohman, and she is a marketing communications professional with over 13 years of experience in diverse industries. So first, I kind of wanted to find out what attracted you to this industry and how you got started as a marketing and communications professional. I
1: always knew I would do something with writing. Mm -hmm. I've been a writer since I was little. I went to college thinking I wanted to be a feature magazine writer. And so I started in, at the school I went to, they had a specific media arts and design major, and there was a focus on writing. And I started in that, but then you were finding out about how to take photos and do videos, and that really wasn't my thing. I just wanted to write. So I moved over into communications with a, concentration in public relations, and that's where I really felt I had the opportunity to do all sorts of writing that I enjoyed. So it was kind of my path from the beginning.
0: Now, after you graduated, did you find that this was a difficult career to get started in? A little bit. Since my concentration was in PR, I was kind of thinking I'd go the PR route, and a lot of those jobs
1: are in, you know, those hot jobs are in places like New York City, which I wasn't going to relocate to. I lived outside of Washington, D.C., Mm -hmm. So I kind of looked at other avenues, and being from the D.C. area and having an interest in politics, I ended up getting hooked up with a job um, on Capitol Hill Mm -hmm. working for a congressman as a staff assistant, and I kind of thought, hey, great, maybe this will be my path because I may be like a press secretary. So I was not doing marketing or communications at all when I first started. I was administrative, answering the phones, and wasn't using my degree in any way, shape, or form, but a while I kind of thought, all right, at least maybe this can be my path to doing that.
0: Right. Now with educational background that you have and you know what your experience was when you were getting started, what kind of degree would you recommend for those who are in college and they're exploring this as a career? I think
1: that nowadays it's really important to have business. You know, I think if you can if you can do a business major and then focus kind of on business writing, business communications, so you have business acumen, so you have a good feeling, then you're going to be good no matter where you go. You'll read a lot of things that say that communications is kind of a, you know, a fluff major or whatever. But I think that there's a lot of important things you can learn in those classes Mm -hmm. and you can take it a lot of different ways. But from what I've kind of experienced since graduating, I kind of wish that I'd also had a little bit more business courses as well.
0: All right. And when you were in college, did internships have an impact on your ability to kickstart your career? I honestly didn't take any internships. I knew a lot of people who did.
1: Mm -hmm. And, you know, they had that experience and they even got some, you know, full-time jobs from that. But that's that's not what I did.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And would you, like, looking back on it, do you regret not having done those internships? And if you could have done things a little bit differently, would you have done some? Maybe. I can definitely
1: see the appeal and the advantage it can give you, especially if you are looking to do something like magazine writing or PR and you want to work with one of the big firms. I think it's really important for you to have that internship and get your foot in the door because you can have a much greater chance of turning that into something full-time once you graduate. So... If I had been so inclined to really follow that path, I think it probably would
0: have helped propel me mm-hmm. further, but I kind of took a meandering way and it worked out for me. Great. Now, I'm just kind of wondering, we've talked about, you know, how you got started, what you did in college. Could you tell us in a nutshell what you do as a marketing and communication professional?
1: Absolutely. I work for a very small association management company in the marketing and communications department. And because we're a small company, I do a little bit of everything, which I actually love. We have publications, so I have editorial and writing duties. We have events that we put on, so we're in charge of event marketing. We sell some member services, so there's a little bit of, of advertising our products and services there, so I get to do a little copywriting. Have a lot of memos from the board of directors a lot of business writing. It's just a lot of different types of writing, even a little bit of PR, some some press releases here and there. So I like that I get to kind of use all of my skills in one job.
0: And would you say that's a pretty accurate summary of the skills that are kind of required to be successful as a marketing communications professional? Would you say that kind of depends on what path you choose?
1: From what I've seen, how the industry is evolving. You're definitely going to have to have solid writing skills. Mm-hmm. But now, you've got to do social media. So not only do you need to be able to write long-form business communications, you have to be in tune with social media and how to write for, for those mediums. You also, you need to have a little bit of sales background. And I'm not a salesperson at mm-hmm. all, but I find myself having to kind of do some sales here and there because it's all connected. I think that that's becoming more of a part of communications as well. And again, it depends. If you're, if, if you're with a small company, you kind of wear a whole lot of different hats. And sometimes when you're with a larger company, you can really kind of focus on something in particular. So you might not need to have all of those skills. You might just need to, say, focus on writing newsletters.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you described a lot of the projects that you've worked on from, you know, editorial writing, business writing, to kind of event marketing. Of all those things, what would you say would be something that was the most challenging to you or something that you had to really go out and figure out how to do because you had never been exposed to it before?
1: Probably, like I was saying before, along the lines of sales. Okay. I, I just don't have that sales background. So sales in the fact of even selling some products that we do, mm-hmm. some services and products really trying to learn the language, learn the sales language. I like to think of communications as educating and informing, where marketing is more of the, you know, sales and and persuasive. So while I felt pretty confident in my education and informative skills, kind of learning the sales lingo and some of the things to really entice people was challenging for me to pick up.
0: In your role, I imagine that you're using this you know, sales knowledge to effectively write copy that will sell through a marketing flyer or things like that. Is, is that how you're really kind of utilizing those skills that you would have in sales in a communications PR kind of way? Absolutely. I'm not on the phone
1: cold calling in that respect. Mm-hmm. I am doing flyers. I am sending out direct mail. I am writing advertorials. Mm -hmm. Uh, anything that could have some sales language. So it's just helpful for me to have an understanding of the entire sales process right? so that I feel like I can really know what I'm talking about when I'm writing.
0: Now, is there a certain personality or work ethic that is really required or necessary to be successful as a marketing and communications professional?
1: To me, it's not specific to marketing communications. I think, you know, if you have business ethics, if you have work ethic, want to work, hard and, and put in your time and continue to, to learn and grow. It doesn't matter what position you're in. For me, I devour things like grammar and AP style. I am mm-hmm. a nerd in the fact that I asked for AP style books for Christmas. <laughs> so for me, I like to continually be, be learning and challenging myself to become kind of an expert in that. And I think if you have that, you're going to continue to do well. But again, that's not specific to marketing communications.
0: All right. Now, I noticed that you've been published on places like Forbes and Yahoo and the Huffington Post. Is this something that you recommend that as someone who's new into marketing and communications that you should kind of work towards getting yourself published on some of the smaller media outlets and really just building a name for yourself that way? Or do you think it's not really necessary? So I've done some freelance writing that's been picked up by some, some great outlets, like you mentioned. And, you know, those are all
1: unpaid, but I'm getting exposure. My name is getting out there. And if and when the time comes, maybe I want to, you know, just do consulting and not work for a company Then things like that are really going to help me. A lot of people are going the way of freelance because it's just the way that our, our world works now and you have to have that portfolio. So yeah, writing for anywhere that you can, paid or unpaid. Is a great thing to do to get your name out there, to build your portfolio, to hone your skills, learn how to write for all those different tones and different subjects. I think that's excellent.
0: Now, how did you go about forming these partnerships to make that happen? Do you just reach out and say, hey, I'm a writer. I'm interested in writing about XYZ topic. Is this what you're interested in as well?
1: I was actually lucky. I kind of got in with a company called Amuse, mm-hmm. former coworker. They were looking for writers, and I was looking to do some freelance writing, and they had the relationships with Forbes and Huffington Post to help get some of their pieces further exposure. And so through that personal relationship I had is how I kind of developed that professional relationship. But I know people who have, yeah, just kind of pitched places. The site Media Bistro is great. I think there's a paid and an unpaid membership, and I'll teach you how to pitch. Self Magazine, how to pitch Forbes and show you what they're looking for and how to get your name out there.
0: Thanks for sharing that resource. It's Media Bistro for those of you who might have missed that. And I kind of wanted to switch gears here a little bit and just wondering how you stay on top of new technologies, especially since things change so quickly online with you know what they're looking for for email clients and how you have to write for that and things like that.
1: I am a big fan of Kind of self-education. I'm a member of, of a few different kind of groups and associations, groups in LinkedIn, with fellow business professionals, just learning best practices, taking it upon myself to, to read up on something. And even if it's not something that we use internally, for example, my, my company isn't big with, with Facebook or, or Twitter things like that, but a lot of places are. And so as that continues to expand, I want to know what's out there. So I'll do self-research. There's tons of free webinars and self-paced classes and just articles out there available on the web to um, help educate yourself on those.
0: Now, speaking of really learning and kind of improving yourself, do you think a master's degree would help further someone's career or would you recommend just kind of continuing your education by, you know, being certified in certain technologies like Google AdWords and like you said, just learning on your own and even if it's not directly involved with what your current company is doing?
1: You know, I've contemplated getting a master's a few times, thought about the time it would take the investment and kind of return on investment. How much is that likely to really further my career? And for me, I've decided that it's not something that's necessary. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, people are continuing to get higher education degrees like master's. And so you're going to be putting yourself in a workforce of candidates who who have these. And, you know, you might have great skills, but you're next to someone with great skills and a master's. So that's something to think about. But going back to what I said about the business degree, you know, maybe if you get an undergraduate degree in communications and then a master's degree in business, so you have that, you know, that business knowledge, well, then you're going to have great credentials anywhere.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, I wanted to dive into the day-to-day of what it's like to be a marketing and communications professional. So, could you describe us for what your day-to-day looks like?
1: Sure. Um, Again, keeping in mind that I work for a small company and wear uh, many hats, I have to switch gears a lot, Mm -hmm. but I think anywhere that you work, you, you find yourself doing a variety of writing so the morning might be drafting up member communications just things that are going on say we have a new product rollout new website rollout so here's what's going on with that the afternoon might consist of editing articles for one of our publications so going through that and then later on in the afternoon it's going over event materials uh, and that can be anything from you know signage that's going to anything that's written Signage, of course, email promotions, anything like that.
0: Mm -hmm. So it's
1: all writing, it's all various communications, but they're different audiences, different tones, and kind of different ways of thinking. So for me, I really kind of like to set out certain blocks of time so that when I switch those gears, I can fully focus on what I'm working on next.
0: Now, what would you say is something that you love the most about being a marketing and communications professional?
1: It's using my writing skills um, Mm -hmm. without just being a, a journalist or an author. It's probably the best way for me to write on a daily basis. So that makes me happy. Again, since I'm not focused on something like public relations, marketing communications is broad, and I get to do a lot of different things within that. And for me, that's really good. I don't like to be bored. I like to shake things up and getting to everything from emails, to we've we've even done a few videos, to editing. I really like being able to do all of those things and not just having to focus on one.
0: Mm -hmm. Sounds like you have a really great variety going on there. Absolutely. Now, if you had to do this all over again, would you choose this path and why? Yeah, for me, I think
1: it was always the end goal. I don't think anyone would be surprised. Anyone who knew me in high school or college would be surprised to find out that this is where I landed. So maybe my career path would have been a little different, but I think I would have ended up where I am. I'm good at what I do. I enjoy it. And so I don't think there probably would have been a better fit for me.
0: As we look to wrap up today's show, if you were in the shoes of a job seeker, what do you wish someone would have told you then when you were just getting started?
1: (laughs) I think it's important. So I've been working for about, more than a decade now. And when I first started, people didn't love the so-called job hoppers. Mm -hmm. And I did that because I wanted to find something I really enjoyed. And so now there's a much more accepting environment for that. So I wish that someone had said, it's going to be okay. You can still find a good job. As long as you have the skills, people aren't going to look down upon you This helps you learn what you do like, what you don't like. You like working at a big company. You like working at a small company. All of those aspects are really important to getting to a place where you enjoy your job. And for me, I think life is too short to not enjoy your job. So I just wish I had gotten a little bit more support with that. And I think that job seekers now are lucky in that there is a more accepting environment for that.
0: And with that final piece of advice, we will wrap up today's show of I Want to Be A. And we've been speaking with Elizabeth Lohman. So, Elizabeth, thanks for joining our show today and sharing your experience and advice. We do appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Now to find more employment-related shows, head over to lgnradio.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, please send me an email at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com, or feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at the LGN. And once again, I'm your host, Katie Chesney with LJN Radio, and I'll see you next time.